0: <laughs> <laughs> See a nice estuary. <laughs> no, George, we got uh, back from Italy, where we uh, were at Lake Como. Actually,
1: shut the front door.
0: <laughs> Get out.
1: Stand up and exit the room, and open the windows for a cross breeze. You got to be kidding me.
0: <laughs> nope.
1: I was just there too, baby. Meet me and my entire fam at my villa. Why didn't you
0: come by? I don't know. I guess I just didn't feel comfortable showing up uninvited to George Clooney's Italian lakeside villa.
1: Well, that was probably smart. It's guarded like Don Ciccio's villain, The Godfather. Or- orders to shoot on site. But you should have called.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, next time
1: yes please do we could have so much fun (laughs) it's good times a couple of cool cats having the gronies yeah talking about that sushi place in the valley we both like
0: (laughs) 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 we could play pranks
1: who? i
0: don't know each
1: other <laughs> Clues of my butler or... he can't do anything about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> just
1: all sorts of gags pranks and boners you can fuck my wife <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> prn.live
1: Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We are Vaccine Information Coalition, BIC. And you're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to commercial-free and truth radio program in the entire world. My name is Dr. A. True Yeah, Dr. True. And the title of, of the show is simply What in the Cell is Going On. On every Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Access live on PRN.live or by calling in. Six four one seven nine three seven zero nine one. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in and listening into this show. I'm, I'm hopefully going to be able to connect some important dots in the ever-ending puzzle of public health. What is going on? What in the cell is truly going on? Let's put some pieces together, shall we? I want to just make sure we have uh, have a a special guest on the, on the show today scheduled, uh, Sean, uh, is uh, supposed to join us. Sean, are you with us? I want to make sure you're okay. And I, yes, I'm hooked up. I believe. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. perfect can hear you just fine. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Let me, let me, let me set the stage and then we'll bring you on. Ladies and gentlemen, I asked Sean to join us on the show today. He's, um, uh, very concerned over his sweetheart. Uh, We don't know if we didn't even mention her name. We'll just call her Lynn. Uh, She likes likes her privacy. But uh, she's a victim, a typical victim, in my opinion, of many untold millions. Yes, millions of victims. Not only in the United States, but, yes, worldwide. We're going to show you the story today. We're going to teach you what's really going on. And if you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen... And you say, well, that sounds a whole lot like my story. Or it sounds a whole lot like my significant other's story. Or some friend of mine that I know is in very ill health today because of the subject we're going to talk about. I'm going to give you some some ways to get involved. Again, please, don't just sit idly by and say, well, I have nothing I can do about it. That's the worst thing. Is until we, the people, stand up and say, hey... There is justice in this world. There is a means to be compensated for for problems. You have to take that take that door, ladies and gentlemen. You have to stand up. Otherwise, I'm going to just say it frankly: you get what you deserve. Let me turn the clock back, if I can, the calendar back, and the, the year 2021. We see a lot of things happening, a lot of people panicking, of course. Uh, the whole world's in, in lockstep with a worldwide pandemic. We, You know all the story, how it goes. Starting out in Wuhan, China, then going from Wuhan to Milan, Italy, and other hot spots, and then to New York City, yeah, the Big Apple. Oh, people are sick, and all oh, people are, are getting some kind of a problem with their respiration. Their, their breathing is problematic something is happening. Ladies and gentlemen, you know the story. You know how the news media worldwide now, we're not talking just isolated stories. For some reason, every country worldwide was broadcasting the same thing. Uh, a global pandemic is, uh, we're in the middle of it. It's come out of Wuhan, China. You know the rhetoric. And I need to remind you of what happened. And people started, to do what all pandemics are designed to do, panic. People start to panic because they are ignorant, because they don't understand the truth. When you understand the truth of what in the cell is going on, how your individual cells operate, you're going to fall for this, and you're going to fall for the stage act, the lies, the deception. Now we're going to just... Uh, with, with the help of Sean, we're going to go back and, and teach you a little bit about the, the history. We're going to turn the, turn the clock back. Ladies and gentlemen, for whatever it's worth, I have been fighting this battle for three and a half decades. I have been on the front line for 35 years trying to expose what's really going on. I have done countless radio shows, countless podcasts. I've been written books about this, ladies and gentlemen, so I, I guess i would qualify me as an expert. In 2021, I wrote this little poem, and this is the subject matter of today's show, okay? The poem is just titled, Ode to Remdesivir. Those of you who may not remember, let me jog your memory a little bit. Remdesivir is a drug... Typically given by either IV injection or straight uh, intravenous IV injection to people who who were somehow felt, felt and brainwashed and believing they had COVID nineteen because of a of a stupid little PCR test. They they rely on their doctors. They rely on their their white coats. Their demigods. I I I I. I, I I might be sick cause, oh, my goodness, I, I hear on the news, oh, there's this terrible pandemic. <coughs> I, I, I'm sick. Oh. No, couldn't it not be just seasonal influenza? Topic, typical and, and absolutely the way the cells detoxify every single fall and winter? Could that possibly be what's going on? Oh, no, no, this is so, this is so much worse because I, 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 I saw it on TV, on the news. It's got to be. I'm, I may be in danger of dying. So they met, run in to the doctors and the doctors are, and nurses, well-meaning, probably, you know, totally and, and regretfully just following and lock-stepping in place with the, the CDC and other, other organizations. Oh, well, we'll give you a shot. It's from a company called Gilead Sciences. Just follow the science. This is a wonder drug. We'll give you a shot. Or if you're really sick, we'll get you to the hospital and get you an, an IV injection. We'll start to drip. And the product is called Remdesivir, ladies and gentlemen, manufactured by Gilead Sciences. So this is the poem I penned in 2021. Because why I penned this was I knew full well what was going on with it. I had followed Gilead Sciences and their Tamiflu nonsense that was introduced in 2008. Remember the bird flu hoax? Do you forget that, ladies and gentlemen? I haven't. I know exactly what was going on with that. So here's the poem. I want to just give it up front. I want to close the broadcast with the same poem. Ode to Remdesivir. Remdesivir, Remdesivir. Makes your loved ones disappear. Remdesivir, like Tamiflu, turns your kidneys into glue. Toxic kidneys raises hell. Makes your lungs inflamed and swell and then... You cough and cannot breathe. Tubes appear as toxins seethe. Viruses blamed and truth is lost. While millions die, what is the cost? Remdesivir, remdesivir, making loved ones disappear. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Dr. A. PHD, that is me, ladies and gentlemen. I, I penned that in 2021. The reason why I penned it, because I, I knew that, because of emergency use authorization, EUA, okay, before the vaccine, the all-important jab could come out, they had to have a stopgap measure. So here is Gilead Sciences with the stopgap measure, remdesivir. Never mind the actual history of the clinical trials that were that were stopped. Never mind the history of animal trials. I knew all of this. I was sparring it because of Tamiflu and the whole history of Gilead sciences, ladies and gentlemen. So when they received the emergency use authorization, had it as a stop gap oh, this is prescribed treatment for our everybody diagnosed with COVID nineteen vis-a-vis the fraudulent PCR test. Do you see where this is going? I, I wrote this ode because I knew it was going to happen. You see, the tests show this. The tests in human trials show toxicity, liver, and more importantly, kidney toxicity. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to put these pieces together because this is not just just accidental. You have to see the whole history, the whole history of Gilead. And I'm going to share that with you today on the show. We're going to have to talk and grow quite rapidly. But I want to just, again, bring the human factor on here, folks, because if you don't understand what's going on, uh, you're going to be victimized. And and so many people, my guest today, Sean, I had the privilege of meeting him a couple years ago at the height of his nonsense, and he has a story to tell. His sweetheart is pretty pretty ill right now has to go around with oxygen tanks has problems with getting her blood oxygen level up and she really has a hard struggle getting to work and maintaining this a, a, a paycheck. So Sean, thanks for coming on the
0: show. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. Okay.
1: So let's talk, let's talk about Lynn. Okay. She's a, she's a, she's your sweetheart. You've been married for quite a few years, have, have, have a typical family life, right, and yet, your wife is, you know, she trusts, like so many people, trusts her medical doctors to to, to do what's yeah. right for.
0: Go ahead. That's a question. <laughs> Well, question. We've been married for quite a few decades, actually, almost over 30 years now. And to, uh, to listen to a doctor, like, like, a, like, a, like the gospel. It's just, that's whatever they'll tell her to do. Let's hold faith and confidence in her them. Um...
1: So, so let's, um, her... I would... Well sh- sure, we can just had so a little uh, broad spectrum, uh broad strokes. Uh, Lynn came down with uh, an illness she thought it could be, you know, just a, a seasonal flu, but just to be safe goes in and tells us story. What happened? She, cause she, she got diagnosed somehow with, uh, with COVID, right?
0: Yeah, this is January, 2021 when COVID is really hitting around. So everyone got, everyone was getting tested regardless. You know, if you had any type of symptoms, you're getting a PCR test. So she, you got a PCR test and, uh, there were some other members of our family, including me, that wasn't feeling very well, and she shortly, probably about a year before this, she came down with uh, type two diabetes. So she got a phone call from after her test from the from the hospital, saying that you know since you're a since you are a high risk of uh, patient of COVID. And we recommend you come in and and get the special treatment that we have. So she went in and, and scheduled that and and and, uh, and got that that treatment. But and then we, you know, we we were under quarantine basically in the house there, and we rested and and got over it, and life went on. But ever since then, I just realized because of what's going on lately, that she's actually had a history of of uh, bronchitis. She, she'll she catch bronchitis real easily and not able to breathe and gets over that. And then shortly after, she'll have another bout of it, another bout of it. And then clear up here till this summer, I think she was diagnosed in June for having pneumonia. And June's not Did a month where you muscle, read, middle- get, catch pneumonia. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, we're middle-aged, yeah. we're not old, we're not young, but middle-aged, so. So they actually treated her with, because her blood oxygen level was so low that they said, well, you we need to take oxygen to help you keep your, you got to keep your blood level, your oxygen level up in your blood or you're, you know, you won't heal from this. So she did that and. And then uh, went in for a checkup, and the doctor says, oh, you, you're still on oxygen? Because it was not getting any better. And they, uh, she goes, well, they said, well, maybe it's your, maybe you have congestive heart failure. So she scheduled and got the EKGs and went to the specialist and went through those tests and Results came back. So, no, your, your, heart, your heart's okay. That's not the problem. But We don't understand why your, your oxygen levels are still, still low. And uh, so then they sent her to the lung doctor. And he, he uh, looked at her and, said, well, your lungs are fine. We, don't, I'm gonna run, we want some more tests. So she just had some tests done recently from uh, a CAT scan. Look into things, but we, we're waiting to hear from the the doctor's results. That she was able to get those results, and it really doesn't show anything. So I'm, I'm just like, who really knows what is happening here? She's starting to so, so, her legs, her her hands, and her feet are swelling, and now and I just not you know? If she if she's if she's if she's off. Oxygen for any short amount of time, it dips down to the mid seventies percent. You know, seventy-five or seventy-eight, and she's really gasping for air. But she's on ox- oxygen twenty-four-seven.
1: Yes, let me let me just you know when, when we 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 had some time yesterday together, and uh, Lynn sent you a text because you wanted to know what she was treated with back in January 2021, and your your facial expression kind of told the whole story. You were angry because she tested back remdesivir, correct? That's
0: right. As we were talking, I was thinking about what, because I'm like, what is, what's the problem here, you know? And then it just hit me yesterday that, well, she had a special treatment that none of us uh, uh, none of us in that family had what was in that special treatment. So I, I texted her and asked her, and then she came back with that. I think it was remdesivir treatment. And that's when I had the reaction that you saw. Yes. And
1: that's typical because it was in November of 2020 into December that it was approved. And then, and then lockstep, I mean, these doctors, Uh, they're well-meaning, and I'm not casting stones at white coats, MDs, I'm not at all, or they're they're head-registered nurses. No, they're just following what the protocols are. They think they're following the science, ladies and gentlemen. So in January 2021, oh, we want to help people uh, get over this, uh, this, especially if they're in, quote, high-risk areas. If they have diabetes, whether it's type 2 or type 1, uh, there, there was called high risk. Why? Because of <laughs> what it does and affects in the renal, the kidney structures, okay? Uh, that's what the insulin does. It, it starts to affect your kidneys, first of all. So you're high risk. So, wow, let's get you to special treatment. Why? Why that? Because, again, you follow, follow how this happened in the history. And I, I want to get into that, Sean, if that's okay. I'll. I'll uh, you know, that's what I do. I, I I do forensics research and to find out causative factors. And so yesterday I, I shared with you this lawsuit that has a class action lawsuit that's just been filed in in just last month in September. And we got on I, I we got on that website, I read it to you, the findings. I followed up those studies and you know People, you need to listen to this. You need to get an idea. This is, I, I can't scream this loudly enough. From the rooftops, listen to me now. Remdesivir was pushed through not by science, but by big, big, big money. Gilead Sciences made, has made untold billions from this ploy without the science, because it's an emergency. We have a worldwide pandemic. Okay. Problem, reaction, solution. These idiots caused the, 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 pandemic to begin with. And then they have, Oh, we have a solution here. We have the planned reaction. Remdesivir got the first big windfall of profits followed by the vaccine manufacturers. But here's the kicker. Gilead didn't have protection against lawsuits with remdesivir. Only, against the, only the vaccine manufacturers do on that. So a class action lawsuit on damage on vaccine is a tough one, but not against remdesivir. Now, I gotta tell you, I gotta, let's turn the clock back to see where Gilead sciences began. And you're going to be blown away by this, this information because it's a complete chain of corruption, You won't believe what I'm going to talk about here now. Follow it back. The year is 1987, ladies and gentlemen. Follow back, 1987. Uh, Gilead Sciences was formed. It was originally named Oligogen. Oligogen, why? Because the founder of the company, this um, Dr. Michael Riordan, found out there was uh, oligomers that certain strands of your DNA can be manipulated. 1987, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? So, well, uh, oligogen doesn't sound too too good, so they changed that officially in their filings. Gilead Sciences. Now, why Gilead? Okay? Well, it sounds a lot better, doesn't it? Gilead versus oligogen. Well, Gilead Sciences is inspired because... The Bible talks about a balm of Gilead, an ancient medicine referenced several times in the Holy Bible. But you see, it's most, most commonly in the book of Jeremiah. And Jeremiah, the prophet, said, no, this is Babylonian. There is no balm of Gilead. It's, a, it's Babylonian merchants trying to sell you something. That's the origins of etymology, the name itself. It's incredible. But anyway, we find in 1988, guess who comes full circle into Gilead sciences? Dr. he knows to get what he's, to, to manipulate, to manipulate the oligomers, these strands of your DNA, to manipulate that, he needs some big hitters. So Rio in 1988 recruited a guy named Donald Rumsfeld to join up with his board of directors. so in 1988 Rumsfeld brought some real heavy hitters with him, not the least of which is benno c. Schmidt senior i mean you you follow Benno Schmidt senior and his work, you find out, "hm, I never heard this name before? Yeah. It goes back to researching something called eugenics, ladies and gentlemen, how to manipulate human population densities and kill them off. Okay, so we see Schmidt, Gordon Moore, and a guy named George P. Schultz. Now, this is not the Sergeant Schultz of Hogan Heroes. No, no, George Schultz. Secretary of State George Schultz. These are heavy hitters, ladies and gentlemen, forming this nucleus in 1988. Donald Rumsfeld brings it to the table. Wow. Now, we see the next year in 1989. You can't do anything until you get some money on the table. All right? The basic nucleus, okay, we can we can manipulate oligomers and the DNA. We can start manipulating DNA in certain, certain instances. So, wow, it's a good idea. So they so Dr. Riordan raised $2 million. That first $2 million forced was, was designed to, to bring Gilead to their current location in Foster City, California. Yeah, Shasta County, Foster City, California. After that $2 million to, to, to relocate them to Foster City, he raised $10 million then in venture capital. Now you know, Gilead Sciences did not generate a single dime of revenue until the end of its fiscal year, reporting in March of 1991. So, for two and a half, three years, there is no money being made. It's just organizing, right? Now, in 1991, the company collected uh, 1.3 million in revenue, but uh, there was a four million dollar operating loss. Well. Okay, wow, you lose nearly $3 million. No problem. We've got the big boys on board. We've got uh, Rumsfeld and Schultz and others. Mm-hmm. So what happened? September of 1991, ODN was able to secure $20 million in private equity financing. Now here's what's interesting. As you follow the money, I tried to find out where that $20 million in private equity financing came from. Uh, couldn't find it. It's like field, but all all, it kind of points towards the Gates, Bill and the Gates foundation, which is another, another powerful eugenics structure. Okay. So a $20 million private placement, private equity financing, they really started uh, bolstering Gilead's R&D, research and Development Conference, okay? Then there was a total of $40 million that we already secured from private international banking sources. Yeah, private financial institutions. Okay? Now, at the same time, I don't know who was able to forge this this liaison, but you see them merging with... billion English UK drug conglomerate Klein, Glaxo Glaxo Holdings PLC from Glaxo Gilead received $8 million more to develop genetic code blockers you heard that right ladies and gentlemen genetic code blockers this is 1991 okay so we go, then we see in 1992, Gilead debuted on the NASDAQ exchange, January of 1992. And then they filed, uh, they, they, they came on board with an investigative new drug application with the FDA. And this is the, the massive compound, ladies and gentlemen. The compound <laughs> is to, and you can I mean, you really can't make this up. It is to, is to alter genes, genetic oligomers, oligomers, right, to, they, they listed it as, as a way to combat cancer. Now, what makes this so, hmm, because in the 1991 to 1993 era, this entire research, this is so important to understand the entire research of of altering human DNA was tied to high-level DARPA. The United States Defense Department Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA. I pulled the specifications of the project itself, ladies and gentlemen. Under the specifications, the scientists in the labs were charged with working with DARPA to developing oligomer, are, are DNA-manipulating drugs to combat malaria, endgame fever, and tropical diseases. But their focus was this, was to work on the CMV retinitis AIDS-developed retinal eye disease, right? So during the first half of 92, Gilead had filed their new drug application with the FDA covering the compound is called CIDO, Cytophobar injections. The compound was, was branded as Vistid, Vistide, Vistide, V-I-S-T-I-D-E, Vistide, by Gilead. That's their core product, ladies and gentlemen, Vistide. Coming out of DARPA research, military contract research, ladies and gentlemen. You can't, I guess so. So in 1992, along with these contracts with DARPA, and look look again at, at who's running interference here in the 90s, early 90s. Yes, 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 Donald Rumsfeld. Secretary of Defense, the, the top dog over DARPA, right? Now, they come out with their IPO, initial public offering, in 92. And here's the reality, folks, about the almighty dollar, right? The IPO, uh, when it first came out, initial public offering, it. uh Got them going, in the first share of stock. If you were to to, to buy Gilead stock in, in the IPO, those of you, those people that did so, you bought ten thousand dollars of of Gilead Science in nineteen ninety two. You receive today. $1.8 million. That's a 10,000% valuation increase. So money drives this, folks. So back in 19, 1995, from 1992 to 1995, they're working on this, this super product to alter the DNA of people. I mean, this is really where it begins. If you mess with oligomers, you mess with people's basic DNA, okay? So in 1995, they did a secondary public offering, and they raised $94.2 million. okay? 1996, look at their financials. They did a fourth public offering in 1996, and the net proceeds was one hundred and sixty two point five million dollars. And then following that in June nineteen ninety-six, Jillian officially launched Vistide Vistide to help combat AIDS. Okay. Not ninety six, yeah, fast track approval. The FDA approves the sale of Vistide. So Doctor Riordan is serving as a CEO from the company's founding in nineteen eighty seven to 90, 1996. well roughly a decade, right? But Riordan steps down. And guess who steps up? Yeah, Donald Rumsfeld. He becomes the director, the CEO, the complete control of the Iliad. Pharmaceuticals. And now we see under Donald Rumsfeld's uh, moving and shaking, knowing who to contact them. There's an incredible amount of mergers. There was two years of negotiations that finalized in 1997, Gilead and Nextar, Nextar, right? Pharmaceuticals merged in April of 1997. That's out of Boulder, Colorado. Another DARPA-rich research firm. Because you see, next our pharmaceuticals, Boulder Colorado, had approved ambosome. Ambosome was another key part of the of the olig the, the oligomer structure. It, it's an, they're just merging this to begin to focus on altering people's DNA. Now Iliad science now by the by this time after NextStar's merger, they have, they're they on, on the way. They have now 11,000 employees, and they're listed as one of the top 200 largest public companies in the world, according to Forbes. So this is the year 2000. So 2001, all right, just right after September 11th, 2001, in, in uh, October and finalizing in November, the company received... After your approval for this new HIV drug treatment named VIRIAD. And they answer is in the commercials VIRIAD, VIRIAD, the bomb of Viliad. VIRIAD. So the company reported net income in 2001 of $52.8 million in its books on total revenue of $233.8 million. But you see, it wasn't until 2001, after September 11th, 14 years after the company operations, you see, they finally start putting out black ink. Very ad called tenofovir was approved of HIV, and suddenly they began to really ring the cash register. So then comes all the other mergers, 2002. Gilead and Triangle, the Delta, right? Pharmaceuticals announced that Gilead would acquire Triangle for $464 million. Triangle's lead drug was nearing FDA approval. It's called m and another antiviral in its pipeline. All designed, again, to mess with people's DNA. So a 2005 report that in all Donald Rumsfeld was the chief guy. Every time he did he did a merger, he received stock incentives. His his stock shares were now worth nine hundred ninety-five point nine million, of which he received an annual income of thirteen million dollars per annum per year. And what happens in two thousand five? Mm-hmm. They come up with world. Cells of Tamiflu quadrupled 2005-2006. And the share price of Gilead crippled. Well, they're in the money. They're in the money. 2006. U.S. FDA approved Atripia. At Atripia. Once a day, single tablet, regimen for HOV. I don't know. The company acquired another Pharma Inc. Another another merger in two thousand six for so three hundred and sixty five million. In two thousand seven? Aha. The to expanded its move into respiratory therapeutics by licensing agreement with Perion for an epithelial sodium channel inhibitor. What? You see <laughs> to stop your alveoli from exchanging oxygen correctly. This is when this is where it's, it's getting very interesting. In 2007 this happened. This was became the the go-to treatment, the pharmaceutical treatment for chronic uh, obstructive pulmonary disease or COPD and bronchitis. That's in 2007. So guess what happens in 2008? We have the bird flu hype, the bird flu hoax. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. And <laughs> we they have now Nobel Prize winner, Nobel laureate Harold Varmus, who became the director of the National Institutes of Health, NIH. Right? They all start to point toward Tammy flu, Tammy flu, Tammy flu, Tammy flu to stop. The bird flu. In 2009, the company acquired CV Therapeutics for 1.4 billion dollars, bringing this uh, their, their two drugs, Renexa and Lexascan into Gilead Sciences. October 2011, Gilead Sciences broke ground on their massive massive expansion of its 17 billion 17 building headquarter complex in foster city, Chester County, California. On and on it goes folks. We see in 2012 FDA approved Gilead true, true VADA. Again, for perversion of HIV infection. When you see these commercials about HIV, uh, if you know, if you're homosexual no more, it just takes some true vada and you're fine. In twenty thirteen, Gilead acquired YM Biosciences Inc. for five hundred and ten million. Unbelievable. It just keeps going on for treatment of hepatitis C viruses. Two thousand fifteen company made three more acquisitions. It just goes on and on. Oh but oh, Sean, it's okay. It's okay because the company was named the most generous company in the 2016 Fortune 500 list. Most generous companies of the entire Fortune 500. They just give and Mm -hmm. give and give. How charitable. How charitable. The company just keeps on giving. August twenty seventeen, the company announced it would acquire Kite pharmaceuticals. Kite for eleven point nine billion. They're so giving. They they paid $180 cash per share, twenty-nine percent premium over the closing price of the shares. They're so they're so generous. Now twenty nineteen, May just before the pandemic is is announced, right? The the spring. The U S department of health and human services, (HHS) announced that Gilead sciences will be donating Truvada. They're donating Truvada. The only drug approved by the FDA to prevent infection with HIV. They're going to do it absolutely free. Up to twenty thousand, two hundred thousand patients annually for the next eleven years. You can't make this stuff up. And then again, in twenty twenty, when the when the pandemic was officially starting to break out, March twenty twenty, the company announced it would acquire forty seven Inc. for ninety six ninety five fifty a share for in dollars total. So they completed in April seventh. At they actually to pay ninety-five fifty 50 per share net to the seller in cash. Without interest, $4.9 billion in the aggregate. $4.9 billion is pocket change now for these guys. And so we see this is the, the stage set in 2020. How in the world did they get Remdesivir to be pushed through an emergency use authorization EUA for treatment of COVID-19 because you see COVID-19 is a novel emerging virus, right? How in the world did they have the clinical trials to prove anything? They didn't. And here's the kicker. Remdesivir's animal trials and limited human trials showed incredible toxicity in the kidneys of test subjects. In other words, they knew it. What do you think about that, Sean? Is that is that is that just kind of making you dizzy thinking about that history?
0: I don't know if I can say on the radio. <laughs> we don't want to be bad. <laughs> Makes me sick. Ladies and
1: yeah, it's it gets a gut punch.
0: It's a gut punch, and people like my wife. She's always oh, so thankful to have these these companies that do these that make these products.
1: Well, folks, Donald Rumsfeld is dead. He died June 29, 2021. Go we'll take a look at his Wikipedia entry, and your, your your head will spin. Your head will spin. How this guy got into the place, you know? There's a link here, Sean, and I'm I'm telling you, what's the biggest thing that when dia- when people are, are diagnosed with diabetes, the American Diabetic Association and and doctors at a world meeting say. Stay away from sugar. This is called sugar diabetes. Can't have sugar, so they they start promoting things like aspartame. Now, oh my! This is wow, yeah, yeah. Look at this. Um, it shows what Roosevelt was doing during the Nixon administration. He's called the plumber's of the Nixon administration. It is he's, he's very close to. to him and Dick Cheney both come into play during the Ford administration after all the Watergate scandal. Remember that? Back in August of 1974, Nixon resigned as president. Well, here we have Gerald Ford and Donald Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney, just as cozy as can be. So he's the Secretary of Defense under in November of 1975 under Gerald Ford. And the whole thing, you see, the, see how it just grows? This guy just like a cancer. Now, we see something that's really important emerging from this. Because clear back in the Reagan administration, we see Romsfeld coming in, into play because he is the one who's now chairman of, of a big pharmaceutical company called Searle Pharmaceuticals. And Searle Pharmaceuticals is manufacturing... Their baby, aspartame. And guess who ramrods aspartame through the FDA? Uh-huh. Mr. Remsville. Oh. You see how the plot victims Listen. Senate Bill 2506 to the Senate of Hawaii. Senate of Hawaii, Department of Health. You know this is... I reported on this in 2008 on my radio show, uh, Sean, so many times because I was, I was in touch with this battle in the big way in the, in, the, in the islands of Hawaii. They, this, they, formed, they did a Senate bill to, to basically outlaw any and all products that have aspartame in it. It was, a, it was a battleground, a huge battleground. And at the end of the day, big money, Interest run out over science. It's amazing. Let me let me just give you. There's there's 146 pages of testimony. Uh, that went and they finally just they they narrowly voted it. They wouldn't stop. Uh, ban aspartame.
0: That's part just, of this puzzle for us. Is exactly. And her treatment of diabetes. She following what the doctor says. She got a, a continuous Monitor glucose monitor, and she, she keeps that thing right in level. Right, so she goes to the nutritionalist and the endocrinologist um, regularly and says, Oh, your numbers are great, your A1C is really doing really good, but so keep it up. But yet, her you know, she's just less healthy and gains more weight, but her numbers look great, and it's very, very confusing. All this phonekia stuff is just
1: Yeah, I there's a, in this in this document of evidence presented to the to Hawaii back in two thousand eight, to the letter of Hesh Goldstein. Uh, she was a health health talk moderator K one hundred eight radio in there in Honolulu. I was in touch with her because I was doing radio talk shows at that time too, I was health issue wealth. And in fact in my book I just published, I sent her the documentation. Here's what she says under oath in testimony for the, the state uh, Senate. Aspartame has three components. And this is, all goes back to sterile pharmaceuticals, right? Aspartame has three components. Phenolalamine, which is half of it, aspartic acid, 40%, and methanol. Also, known as wood well alcohol, 10%. But as they break down, they synthesize in the body. Here's where they go phenolenoline decomposes into what's called DKP. It's a known carcinogen when exposed to, to body temperatures and prolonged storage. And guess what? At 84 degrees Fahrenheit, the wood alcohol and aspartame converts to formaldehyde. The body's temperature, normal temperature, 98.6 degrees. It goes into formaldehyde, ladies and gentlemen. So the phenylalanine and the wood alcohol then go into, this is all put out in in the book, excitotoxins, the taste that kills, by a renowned brain surgeon of of Texas. Excitotoxins, the taste that kills. He proved this conclusively. that what happens when you consume aspartame over long terms, guess what happens? It affects your brain, your frontal lobes. You will not have cognitive reasoning normal anymore. Not only that, but, it, but Dr. Blaylock in his book exposes how it alters the DNA, the oligomers. Surprise, surprise. You see, I submit that Rumsfeld, when his tenure was Sewell, and then later on with Gilead, they knew this. I submit this part of the puzzle, and listen carefully. The people that are sucked into this, that have a lot of Diet Cokes, Diet drinks, whatever, their oligomers are altered enough so that when you have a new frequency, 5G microwave radiation, you're going to get sicker than normal people do. Because the microwave radiation absolutely alters people's DNA even more. If you're already toxic with this crap, your body is already having problems in your frontal lobes and your brain, and you get hit with a new 5G radiation, as was rolled out in 2020, you're going to get even sicker. So you get sick and you, you don't feel, you feel terrible, so you go into the doctor and they, they have a PCR test, Oh, you've got COVID nineteen. Well, let's take your let's take your blood oximeter. Oh my goodness, look at your blood oximeter. It's in the seventy percentile. You're hovering near death. We better give you a special treatment called Remdesivir. And then your kidneys shut down, and then you have all kinds. You become like this letter. This this lady wrote to the to the, to the Senate. You become literally the night of the living dead. She writes to talk about. The Night of the Living Dead. Remember that? The zombies have come out of... They're, they're functional. They're walking around, but they're brain dead, and they're just... Is that what people are turning into? Yeah. This was in 2008, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, a, it's the links. It's the connecting dots to a puzzle. Are you willing to connect the dots? I'm telling you, I've been saying this over and over. There's a big reason why DARPA is involved in this. You see, and people call me a conspiracy theorist nutcase. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's real. We're seeing it happen real time. Son, you know, I know this is good, good, not good news, and it's it makes you angry and shocks you, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's like only, how do we fight it? See, you've got to get, get on board with others with so other victims. And that's what this lawsuit is doing. So I, I, I sent uh, an email to PRN, showing the link to this lawsuit, the, the law firm that you can get a hold of. Listen, if this rings, if you, if you've been victimized, give that law firm a call. Okay. There is no time to waste with this, in my opinion. So, you, what are you? What are your thoughts, John?
0: It's nice, nice. It's nice to finally have a place that you can seek some justice and hopefully get something. But what's it, life is so precious. You can't replace it. Your health, yeah, is you, yeah. you better hang on to it.
1: That's exactly right. There's nothing more precious than that, and life. You know, we're running out of time here, guys. and as I said, there's a lot of information. I tried to cram a lot of history, you know, since 1987 to list, and how it intersects with the aspartame. Uh, which, again, is an excitotoxin, the taste that kills, according to Dr. Blalock. I did many interviews with Dr. Russell Blalock, a good, honest, um, white uh, research scientist. And yet, again, when you've got billions of dollars in, in contract sales with diet drinks of all sorts, these manufacturers aren't going to want to stop this they they are
0: they're, they're, so it, they're so addictive and know they're so addictive it's it's hard to get someone to change until they see it for themselves
1: exactly well let me let me close the broadcast, Sean. Thanks for taking the time to be here and i i, I just we we pray for you and and lynn and 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 everybody that's affected with this but listen. I get some comfort anyway in looking that it's all biblically foretold. Go to t- crack your Bibles, blow the dust off the Bibles, ladies and gentlemen, and read Revelation chapter 18 from beginning to end. And we see in, in Revelation 18 that that the the Babylon the Great, the Great City, the merchants are are weeping because there's nobody left alive to buy their buy their product. Everybody's dying, according to Revelation 18. And this, the last thing, is this is so important, verse 23 to 24. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in you, and the voice of the bridegroom. Who's the voice of the bridegroom? The voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in you, in the city, for your merchants the great winds of the earth. The great men of the earth is the Nephilim, ladies and gentlemen, according to Genesis, chapter 6. For by thy pharmacia, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. That about sums it up, doesn't it, Sean? Hello? they got a lot mm-hmm. on, but uh, are you still there?
0: we got to keep the big picture in mind, too.
1: Yeah, we do. We've got to sign fight. off. Got to sign off. I know you've got some interference coming in there. That's fine. We've got to sign off, ladies and gentlemen. This is, again, <laughs> Vaccine Information Coalition. This is what in the cell is going on. Golly, what in the cell is actually going on? Let me finish again. Remdesivir remdesivir makes your loved ones disappear. Remdesivir like Tammy flu turns your kidneys into blue and toxic kidneys raises hell, makes your lungs inflamed and swell. And when you cough and cannot breathe, tubes appear as toxins seize. The virus is blamed and truth is lost while millions die. What is the cost? Ladies and gentlemen, that's the message for today. Again, thanks for listening in. This is Vaccine Information Coalition. Shows can be accessed on whatinthesell.podbean.com and the front page of our backinfo.org website. Thanks for listening. Again, we thank Progressive Radio Network, Dr. Gary and others for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth. God bless. Be well.
0: Is there life outside the five G AI headset? Only your own. Choose life with progressive radio voices at prn.liveprn.live.